The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake.
for this opportunity. This is the day that the Lord has made. In fact, we will rejoice and be glad in it. Yes, this is the day that the Lord has made. You have woken up. It is the day of the Lord. And I'd like you just to think, ponder on those words, that it is the day that God has given to you. And therefore, we will rejoice and be glad in it. So, May you have a joyful heart. May you rejoice. May you be glad that God has given you yet another day. There may be uh, reasons why your mind may be telling you to murmur, to complain. But this is the day that the Lord has made. And I'd like us just to continue and uh, let's have a word of prayer as we move on. Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you for being with us. We thank you that the night has passed. You have kept us safe. You have given us life. And Lord, you have chosen that we be here today. We thank you for this day. We thank you for the victories that you have set for this day. Lord, you have met every challenge and you have answered it. We thank you for our families and we give you praise. We give you thanks for this day and the totality of everything. In Jesus' name we pray and give thanks. Amen. Amen. Allow me just to read a scripture in the book of Isaiah chapter 12, verse 4. For us just to be able to, together, be able to just uh, in a moment give thanks to God. The Bible says... And in that day shall ye say, Praise the Lord, call upon his name, declare his doings amongst the people, make mention that his name is exalted. Verse 5, Sing unto the Lord, for he has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. The Bible is encouraging us that praise the Lord call upon his name 
and declare his doings. When we are beginning this day, scripture is encouraging us. The Bible is encouraging us that we should declare the doings of God. What has God done in your life? Declare it. And so at this moment, I just want you to turn around, uh, look around. God has given you children. God has given you shelter. You know, God has given you health. God has given you information, knowledge. Uh, some of you have finished education. You know, uh, some of you are working. Some of you are in schools, you know. And all this is the doing of God. And so let's take a moment, all of us, and just give thanks to God. I want you to open up your mouth and just begin to give thanks to God for everything that he has done, his doings. Just open your mouth and give thanks. Father, I thank, thank you this you, day. Thank I you thank you, King of Glory, that you are good to me. Thank I thank so you that you are real to us, King of Glory. Father, you have given me breath, oh God. Lord, you have given us health in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for victory. We thank you, King of Glory, for loving us. We give you praise and glory. Yes, give him praise. Give him glory. Give him honor. Adore him. Worship him. We give you thanks, King of Glory, Lord, for the work that you have given me. Thank you, King of Glory for the good, you are a good Lord God. husband you, you have given me, God. Lord, for you the children that you have given you us, oh Father. God. We give you praise, we give you glory, we give you honor, King of Glory. We bless your holy name, King of Glory. Thank you that there is thank peace you, around Father. us. Thank you, thank you King of thank Glory, you Lord, us Jesus that robbers did not get us this night, King of Glory. We give you praise, oh God. We give you glory. We give you honor, Jesus. We bless your holy name. To serve you, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. Be thou glorified this morning. Be thou glorified this morning, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. Blessed be your holy name, Jesus. Thou art worth the Lamb of God. Thank you that your word is settled in heaven concerning my life, O God. Thank you for your promises, O God, that are true. We give you praise. Thank you for the blood of Christ. We give you praise and we give you glory. We thank you for the Holy Spirit who comforts us, who speaks to us, O God. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for salvation, O God. Thank you for delivering us from the snare of the enemy king of glory. Thank you that I have breath this day, O God. Lord, I may not see everything that I would have wanted to see, but I thank you, king of glory, for your life. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Lord. I bless your name. We exalt you and we magnify you, king of glory. We glorify you. Please do not stop to give thanks. Focus Focus to give thanks to God all the time. Focus to give thanks to Him because He is worthy. We give you praise and we give you glory. We give you honor, Jesus. We glorify you this morning. We thank you and we bless your holy name. We bless your holy name. We bless your holy name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Jesus mighty name we give thanks amen, amen and amen. amen may this be your attitude amen. today and every day amen. to continue with thanksgiving amen. this is just a push amen. but this must be your attitude amen. the entire day amen. 
May God truly bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 This, that's just the best way to start the day with thanksgiving, with honor. You know what? I have learned that when you learn to give thanks, you, you minimally actually complain. You minimally have time to murmur and complain and not see what hasn't been done. But when you live in thanksgiving, you actually live a life of just seeing the goodness of the Lord. And you have very minimal <laughs> time to actually murmur and complain. All right. We're going to hear the word of God in the name of Jesus. So you could grab your Bible and notebook just for a short session or of a word church. And um, we're going to hear the word of God. And today, as, as, as we carry on uh, uh, with the week that God has, uh, you know, allowed us to be part and parcel of under the sun. It's important to note that um, every time we wake up in the morning, heaven has something outlaid for us as individuals, as communities, as families, every day. There's not a day that we rise up in the morning and by the grace of God, we see the light of day and heaven fails to have an agenda for the day okay so we when we appreciate that we live in 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 godly fear and you just don't want to do stuff throughout the day without being in um in cognizance of the fact that heaven has written down something that must be done by you or by me so our topic today is a topic titled being a portal for heaven's agendas and heaven's activities hallelujah you know that's why mm. god allows us to see the light of day because god has something an agenda for you an agenda for me an activity that was set aside only for you and for me and unfortunately when we don't do it because god's work must prevail it must be done Normally, unfortunately, you can have your substitute do that for you. So I want you to proclaim that I will not allow my substitute to do the agenda of heaven on my behalf. I will Amen. be found faithful. Amen. Amen. I'll be found faithful. Okay. So please note that, that, that the word of God says that um, heaven has an agenda and an activity that you and I and another brother and sister all over the earth are meant to accomplish today and that's why jesus repeats these words and david says these words in the book of psalm chapter 40 verse 7 and 8 okay we can go ahead and read um i love using the amplified version so you can read that or read your version but it, it's a powerful declaration and a powerful word it says this in Psalm 40, verse 7 and verse 8. Behold, and this is David saying this, Then said I, Behold, I come, because in the volume of the book it is written of me. Okay, Heaven has books. We ha it has several books. The book of remembrance, the book of life, okay, and the book of our lives that have already been laid out, written, written down in heaven. And all they wait for is for the accomplish, accomplishment of the same 
and the activation of the same and execution of the same by God's sons on the earth. Okay, so David boldly says, then said, I behold, I come because in the volume of this book, God's book, it is written of me. And verse 8, he says, I delight to do your will, O my God. Yes, because your law is within my heart. Hallelujah. Okay, and so can we acknowledge that, hey, there's something written. There's a, there's a, a job to be done. There's an assignment. There's a, an activity to be done. And it is to be done by sons of God. Okay, and so when you acknowledge that, then declare God, I am the portal that you will use for your assignment today. And when you live that lifestyle, you, you always find that by the time you're putting your head to the pillow to sleep at night, um, you may have gone through different challenges in life, but it is so fulfilling. You lay your head with such joy because you know that you partnered with God. You know that um, you didn't run helter-skelter doing all sorts of things and being a busybody. But you know that you laid your life down for heaven's work and heaven's activity. So how will God help us to be those portals that are available for the master's use? These are very, very challenging scripture I have been reading from the book of 2 Timothy chapter 2. Let, let's dash there and read 2 Timothy chapter 2. And we could start from uh, verse 20. Okay. Very, very profound scripture. It, it reads this way from uh, the King James Version. It says, But in a great house there are not only vessels of gold, and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Let me repeat that again. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. Verse 21, if a man therefore purge himself from these he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's <coughs> use and prepared unto every good work. Wow. So you need to be a portal for God. But there is a how. There is how God expects us to be ready for that. And... Um, Paul is instructing Timothy, and I like the way it starts. So this instruction, Paul is telling Timothy, Timothy, you know what? In every house, there are vessels that are of gold, silver, while there are others that are of wood and earth or made of mud. Wow. But, you know, there are times I used to look at the scripture and thought it is God that makes these vessels either of gold or silver or wood or earth. But no, I've come to realize that it is you and I that make ourselves vessels of either silver or gold or 
is not the Lord who per se has this duty, but it is your duty. It is my duty. And how do we become thus? Scripture says that we purge ourselves. Then when we purge ourselves, we shall become vessels unto honor that are sanctified and that are meet for the master's use. Okay? And prepared unto every good work. Now, if you were to flip that scripture, if we don't purge ourselves and if we don't make ourselves do the duty, the due honor and diligence of making ourselves vessels that are honor and that are sanctified, then we cannot be meet for the master's use. Neither can we be used by him and prepared unto every good work. And so that makes you to fail to be a portal for heaven's agenda for the day, for the week, for the month, for the year. All right. And so God is strengthening our hearts. One, he's putting a desire to know that he needs portals. He needs people, partnerships, uh, uh, people that will become stakeholders of his agenda. And what is more important in this world than to be ready and rightfully uh, available for our father's doings, happenings all over the earth. Okay. And so the simple way to do it is to purge ourselves and to make sure that we determine to become vessels of honor that are sanctified and that are ready for the master's use and prepared for every good work. That helps us to live a life that is fulfilling, a life that has got value, a life that is in sync with heaven. After we leave this world, we don't need to show up before the throne of God. And he's wondering, where have you been? Or asking questions like he asked Adam, where are you? No, no, no. But when we purge ourselves, then even the Holy Spirit is able to seamlessly use us. So my prayer today for you and for me is that we may be portals and that we may be prepared for the master's use. And the way you do that is by purging ourselves, becoming vessels of honor that are sanctified and ready for his use. So won't you have a day of being God's portal for heaven's agenda? Amen. Hallelujah. 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 We thank God for that powerful word. Mm -hmm. um, may my wife continue to be able to be used of God. And I believe um, this is not the end. We will be able to hear more and more and more. And I'd just like us to declare, you know, from the same scripture, 2 Timothy 2, 21. I want you, when I say declare, uh, I'd like you to just verbalize say it, verbalize it, it. Yeah. say it for yourself, you know, mm -hmm. uh, so that you're able to internalize and verbalize it, so mm -hmm. that you personalize it and you internalize it. That way it brings transformation in your mind. Mm -hmm. And this you have to do so willingly. It's one thing to hear truth. Mm -hmm. It's another thing to allow that truth to be part of you. Yeah. And so I'd like you to declare today, I choose this day to be a vessel of honor. 
you know, I choose this, this day, day to, to be, be a, a vessel, vessel of honor. honor. By the grace of God, I purge myself for the master's use. By the, the grace of God, I, I purge, purge myself for, for the, the master's, master's use. I give myself to God and to his good work. I give, I give myself, myself to God and to his, his good, good work. work. Amen. I choose to flee every youthful lust. I choose to flee every youthful lust and follow righteousness. And to follow righteousness. I choose this day to walk by faith. I choose this day to walk by faith. I choose this day to walk in love. I choose this day to walk in love. I choose this day to walk in peace. I choose this day to walk in peace. With everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord from a pure heart. With everyone who calls on the name of the Lord from a pure heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord has made me to truly become victorious. The Lord has made me to truly become victorious. And his representative here on earth. And his representative here yeah, on, on earth. earth. May God truly bless you Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Powerful, powerful declaration. And yes, Jesus, that's who we are. That's who we live out this day to the glory and to the honor of your blessed, most holy name. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and pray for different needs that we may be having in the name of Jesus. So we're just going to pray and believe, raise our faith together. The prayer of the righteous availeth much, produces power. So we're going to agree in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you so much for allowing us to share your word, to come to you in thanksgiving. And so today, God, we pray that in the name of Jesus, you may strengthen us in our inner man mm. so that we can be able to do the very things that God, you require of us. Yes. I pray that Lord, your grace that is already made available for us, oh God, will enable us mm. to be so accurate with you, mm. to be so in tune with you, to be so humble and totally lay our lives down for the leadings and the promptings of the Holy Spirit yes. in the name of Jesus. Mm. I want to pray for that one that is listening today that has joined into this devotion mm. that God you may meet them at the point of need mm. that because you have allowed them to be partakers of today mm. today they will fulfill their, 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 their your joy yes. they will fulfill their assignment yes. every grace will be made available for mm. whatever it is they need to do mm. every resource will be made available mm. we call forth oh God mm the blessing of the Lord mm. that maketh rich and addeth no sorrow. Yes. Whether it's financial need and mm. aid, oh God, it comes forth in the name of Jesus. Yes. Divine connections yes. come their way, oh God, favor mm. from you in the name of Jesus. It, it is drawn to them mm. that God, even as they have remained faithful in their tithes, in their offerings, in their givings, in, mm. their, in their partnering with your work, that in the name of Jesus, the floodgates of heaven may be opened unto them in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to pray for somebody that is 
not feeling well. They may be battling a sickness, a disease in the name of Jesus. We declare and decree that Jesus was bitten. Jesus was bruised. He, he was wounded, oh God. And so that through his wounds, through the stripes of our Lord Jesus Christ, we may be healed and we are healed. And so right now we speak healing onto that body in the name of Jesus. We rebuke sickness and disease. We rebuke every kind of ailment, every kind of infirmity. It leaves their body right now by the wounds of Jesus. Your word says that healing is the children's bread. And so we claim our right this morning in the name of Jesus. The healing, healing, healing. Freedom mm. comes to this body mm. from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. Hallelujah. Take it because it is God's will that we remain in health. Mm. We take it mm. because it's the children's bread mm. and it is our right. Mm. Thank you, Father, for victory in our different spheres of influence that you have sent us to affect the earth for you. May we be those sons of God mm. that the whole earth awaiteth our manifestation mm. to liberate the earth from bondage mm. in the name of Jesus. Yes. We take our position rightfully mm. and we take our sonship and do our due diligence. We mm. are blessed, mm. oh God. Time and chance has been given to us. Mm. So we engage all for the glory and honor of your holy name. Mm. We pray all this mm. in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. 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 I want to pray for somebody who has not given their life to Jesus. I'm sure you have heard us say, for example, things like healing is the children's bread. You have to be a child within the kingdom, within the family of our Father through Jesus Christ's blood. But if you're not born again, then um, though healing comes to all, but then it's not your natural right. And that's the truth. That's what Jesus said to the Syrophoenician woman who had come seeking for her daughter to be liberated from the spirit that had, had tormented her. And you remember Jesus actually said, I cannot give the children's bread to dogs. Hey, that's heavy coming from the master. But there are benefits in salvation. You have eternal life. You know for sure that your life is right with God. If you are to leave this world, you're confident that the next leap is to see Jesus face to face. But if you're not in that space, I want to pray for you. And I want you to make this prayer. Uh, after me you are not born again or you have been born again in the past but you walked away from the Lord the Lord is calling you out today to give your life to him so that he may be Lord and Savior of your life so if you're there say these words after me dear Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus I come to you I come to you humbling myself before you humbling myself before you and I ask you and I ask to purge my sins. To purge my sins. Wash me. Wash me. With the blood of the Lamb. With the blood of the Lamb. The blood you shed on the cross of Calvary. The blood you shed on the cross of Calvary. To liberate me. To liberate me. From sin. From sin. From bondage. From bondage. 
I receive you. I receive you. As my Lord. As my Lord. And my Savior. And my Savior. Come into my heart. Come into my heart. And dwell therein. And dwell therein. By the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Flood my life. Flood my life. Flood my spirit, man. Flood my spirit, man. Use me for the Father's glory. Use me for the Father's glory. I separate myself. I separate myself. For the Master's use. For the Master's use. I desire, I desire that I will keep hearing your voice. Keep hearing your voice. Now that I'm born again. Now that I'm born again. Saying this is the way. Saying this is the way. Walk ye in it. Walk ye in it. I pray. I pray that on that day. That on that day. When you return. When you return. I will go home with you. I will go home with you. So thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for paying a high price. Thank you for paying a high price through your death. Through your death. On the cross. On the cross. Just for me. Just for me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I receive you. I receive you. And I honor you. And I honor you. For the rest of my life. For the rest of my life. Amen. Amen and amen. 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 We thank God for every person who has made that prayer. Every person who has been part of this program. If you now you're born again, if you have made that prayer, now you are born again. You're a child of God and you're part and parcel of his family and his kingdom. I'd request you, you know, just uh, look for a church near you that uh, preach, preaches and teaches the word of God in all truthfulness and uh, be part of it. And in case you have any question. I believe we'll be able to give you the contacts so that you're able to contact us so that we are able to continue to fellowship. May God truly bless all of you. May you have a great day. May you have a victorious day. You are truly blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Have a good day and God be with you. Now they mock at me, men younger than I, whose fathers I disdain to put with the dogs of my flock. Indeed, what profit is the strength of their hands to me? Their vigor has perished. They are gone from want and famine, fleeing late to the wilderness, desolate and waste, to pluck mallow by the bushes and broom tree roots for their food. They were driven out from among men. They shouted at them as at a thief, they had to live in the clefts of the valleys and caves of the earth and the rocks. Among the bushes they brayed, under the nettles they nestled. They were sons of fools, yes, sons of vile men. They were scourged from the land. And now I am their taunting song. Yes, I am their byword. They abhor me. They keep far from me. They do not hesitate to spit in my face. Because he has loosed my bowstring and afflicted me, they have cast off restraint before me. At my right hand, the rabble arises. They push away my feet, and they raise against me their ways of destruction. They break up my path. They promote my calamity. They have no helper. They come as broad breakers. Under the ruinous storm, they roll along. 
terrors are turned upon me. They pursue my honor as the wind, and my prosperity has passed like a cloud. And now my soul is poured out because of my plight. The days of affliction take hold of me. My bones are pierced in me at night, and my gnawing pains take no rest. My great force, my garment, is disfigured. It binds me about as the collar of my coat. He has cast me into the mire, and I have become like dust and ashes. <sighs> I cry out to you, but you do not answer me. I stand up, and you regard me, but you have become cruel to me. With the strength of your hand, you oppose me. You lift me up to the wind and cause me to ride on it. You spoil my success, for I know that you will bring me to death and to the house appointed for all living. Surely he would not stretch out his hand against a heap of ruins if they cry out when he destroys it. Have I not wept for him who is in trouble? Has not my soul grieved for the poor? But when I looked for good, evil came to me. And when I waited for light, then came darkness. My heart is in turmoil and cannot rest. Days of affliction confront me. I go about mourning, but not in the sun. I stand up in the assembly and cry out for help. I am a brother of jackals and a companion of ostriches. My skin grows black and falls from me. My bones burn with fever. My harp is turned to mourning and my flute to the voice of those who weep. covenant with my eyes. Why then should I look upon a young woman? For what is the allotment of God from above and the inheritance of the Almighty from on high? Is it not destruction for the wicked and disaster for the workers of iniquity? Does he not see my ways and count all my steps? If I have walked with falsehood, or if my foot has hastened to deceit, let me be weighed on honest scales that God may know my integrity. If my step is turned from the way, or my heart walked after my eyes, or if any spot adheres to my hands, then let me sow and another eat. Yes, let my harvest be rooted out. If my heart has been enticed by a woman, or if I have lurked at my neighbor's door, then let my wife grind for another, and let others bow down over her, for that would be wickedness. Yes, it would be iniquity deserving of judgment, for that would be a fire that consumes to destruction and would root out all my increase. If I have despised the cause of my male or female servant when they complained against me, what then shall I do when God rises up? When he punishes, how shall I answer him? Did not he who made me in the womb make them? Did not the same one fashion us in the womb? If I have kept the poor from their desire, or caused the eyes of the widow to fail, or eaten my morsel by myself so that the fatherless could not eat of it, but from my youth I reared him as a father, and from my mother's womb I guided the widow. If I have seen anyone perish for lack of clothing, 
or any poor man without covering, if his heart has not blessed me, and if he was not warmed with the fleece of my sheep, if I have raised my hand against the fatherless when I saw I had help in the gate, then let my arm fall from my shoulder. Let my arm be torn from the socket. For destruction from God is a terror to me, and because of his magnificence, I cannot endure. If I have made gold my hope, or said to find gold, you are my confidence. If I have rejoiced because my wealth was great and because my hand had gained much. If I have observed the sun when it shines, or the moon moving in brightness, so that my heart has been secretly enticed and my mouth has kissed my hand, this also would be an iniquity deserving of judgment for I would have denied God who is above. If I have rejoiced at the destruction of him who hated me or lifted myself up when evil found him, indeed, I have not allowed my mouth to sin by asking for a curse on his soul. If the men of my tent have not said, who is there that has not been satisfied with his meat? But no sojourner had to lodge in the street for I have opened my doors to the traveler. If I have covered my transgressions as Adam by hiding my iniquity in my bosom because I feared the great multitude and dreaded the contempt of families so that I kept silence and did not go out of the door, oh, that I had one to hear me. Here is my mark. Oh, that the Almighty would answer me, that my prosecutor had written a book. Surely I would carry it on my shoulder and bind it on me like a crown. I would declare to him the number of my steps. Like a prince, I would approach him. If my land cries out against me and its furrows weep together, if I have eaten its fruit without money or caused its owners to lose their lives, then let thistles grow instead of wheat and weeds instead of barley. The words of Job are ended. So these three men ceased answering Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. Then the wrath of Elihu, the son of Barakel, the Buzite, of the family of Ram, was aroused against Job. His wrath was aroused because he justified himself rather than God. Also, against his three friends, his wrath was aroused because they had found no answer and yet had condemned Job. Now, because they were years older than he, Elihu had waited to speak to Job. When Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of these three men, his wrath was aroused. So Elihu, the son of Barakel the Buzite, answered, I am young in years and you are very old. Therefore, I was afraid and dared not declare my opinion to you. I said, age should speak, and multitude of years should teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man, and the breath of the Almighty gives him understanding. Great men are not always wise nor do the aged always understand justice. 
Therefore I say, listen to me. I also will declare my opinion. Indeed, I waited for your words. I listened to your reasonings while you searched out what to say. I paid close attention to you. And surely, not one of you convinced Job or answered his words, lest you say, We have found wisdom. God will vanquish him, not man. Now, he has not directed his words against me, so I will not answer him with your words. They are dismayed and answer no more. Words escape them. And I have waited because they did not speak, because they stood still and answered no more. I also will answer my part. I too will declare my opinion, for I am full of words. The spirit within me compels me. Indeed, my belly is like wine that has no vent. It is ready to burst like new wineskins. I will speak that I may find relief. I must open my lips and answer. Let me not, I pray, show partiality to anyone, nor let me flatter any man, for I do not know how to flatter, else my Maker would soon take me away. Please, Job, hear my speech and listen to all my words. Now I open my mouth. My tongue speaks in my mouth. My words come from my upright heart. My lips utter pure knowledge. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. If you can answer me, Set your words in order before me. Take your stand. Truly, I am as your spokesman before God. I also have been formed out of clay. Surely no fear of me will terrify you, nor will my hand be heavy on you. Surely you have spoken in my hearing, and I have heard the sound of your words, saying, I am pure. Without transgression, I am innocent, and there is no iniquity in me. Yet he finds occasions against me. He counts me as his enemy. He puts my feet in the stocks. He watches all my paths. Look, in this you are not righteous. I will answer you, for God is greater than man. Why do you contend with him? For he does not give an accounting of any of his words. For God may speak in one way or in another, yet man does not perceive it. In a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men while slumbering on their beds, then he opens the ears of men and seals their instruction. In order to turn man from his deed and conceal pride from man, he keeps back his soul from the pit and his life from perishing by the sword. Man is also chastened with pain on his bed and with strong pain in many of his bones so that his life abhors bread and his soul succulent food. 
His flesh wastes away from sight, and his bones stick out, which once were not seen. Yes, his soul draws near the pit, and his life to the executioners. If there is a messenger for him, a mediator, one among a thousand to show man his uprightness, then he is gracious to him and says, Deliver him from going down to the pit. I have found a ransom. His flesh shall be young like a child's. He shall return to the days of his youth. He shall pray to God, and he will delight in him. He shall see his face with joy, for he restores to man his righteousness. Then he looks at men and says, I have sinned and perverted what was right, and it did not profit me. He will redeem his soul from going down to the pit, and his life shall see the light. Behold, God works all these things twice, in fact, three times with a man to bring back his soul from the pit that he may be enlightened with the light of life. Give ear, Job. Listen to me. Hold your peace, and I will speak. If you have anything to say, answer me. Speak, for I desire to justify you. If not, listen to me. Hold your peace, and I will teach you wisdom. Elihu further answered, Hear my words, you wise men. Give ear to me, you who have knowledge. For the ear tests words as the palate tastes food. Let us choose justice for ourselves. Let us know among ourselves what is good. For Job has said, I am righteous, but God has taken away my justice. Should I lie concerning my right? My wound is incurable, though I am without transgression. What man is like Job, who drinks scorn like water, who goes in company with the workers of iniquity and walks with wicked men? For he has said, It profits a man nothing that he should delight in God. Therefore listen to me, you men of understanding. Far be it from God to do wickedness, and from the Almighty to commit iniquity. For he repays man according to his work, and makes man to find a reward according to his way. Surely God will never do wickedly, nor will the Almighty pervert justice. Who gave him charge over the earth, or who appointed him over the whole world? If he should set his heart on it, if he should gather to himself his spirit and his breath, all flesh would perish together, and man would return to dust. If you have understanding, hear this. Listen to the sound of my words. Should one who hates justice govern? Will you condemn him who is most just? Is it fitting to say to a king, you are worthless, 
and to nobles, you are wicked. Yet he is not partial to princes, nor does he regard the rich more than the poor. For they are all the work of his hands. And in a moment, they die in the middle of the night. The people are shaken and pass away. The mighty are taken away without a hand. For his eyes are on the ways of man, and he sees all his steps. There is no darkness nor shadow of death where the workers of iniquity may hide themselves. For he need not further consider a man that he should go before God in judgment. He breaks in pieces mighty men without inquiry and sets others in their place. Therefore, he knows their works. He overthrows them in the night and they are crushed. He strikes them as wicked men in the open sight of others because they turned back from him and would not consider any of his ways so that they caused the cry of the poor to come to him for he hears the cry of the afflicted. When he gives quietness, who then can make trouble? And when he hides his face, who then can see him? whether it is against a nation or a man alone, that the hypocrite should not reign, lest the people be ensnared. For has anyone said to God, I have borne chastening, I will offend no more. Teach me what I do not see. If I have done iniquity, I will do no more. Should he repay it according to your terms just because you disavow it? You must choose and not I. Therefore speak what you know. Men of understanding say to me, wise men who listen to me. Job speaks without knowledge. His words are without wisdom. Oh, that Job were tried to the utmost because his answers are like those of wicked men. For he adds rebellion to his sin. He claps his hands among us and multiplies his words against God. Do you think this is right? Do you say, my righteousness is more than God's? For you say, what advantage will it be to you? What profit shall I have more than if I had sinned? I will answer you and your companions with you. Look to the heavens and see, and behold the clouds. They are higher than you. If you sin, what do you accomplish against him? Or if your transgressions are multiplied, what do you do to him? If you are righteous, what do you give him? Or what does he receive from your hand? Your wickedness affects a man such as you, and your righteousness a son of man. Because of the multitude of oppressions, they cry out. They cry out for help because of the arm of the mighty. But no one says, Where is God, my Maker, who gives songs in the night, who teaches us more than the beasts of the earth and makes us wiser than the birds of heaven? There they cry out, but he does not answer because of the pride of evil men.
Surely God will not listen to empty talk, nor will the Almighty regard it. Although you say you do not see him, yet justice is before him, and you must wait for him. And now, because he has not punished in his anger, nor taken much notice of folly, therefore Job opens his mouth in vain. He multiplies words without knowledge. Elihu also proceeded and said, Bear with me a little, and I will show you that there are yet words to speak on God's behalf. I will fetch my knowledge from afar. I will ascribe righteousness to my Maker. For truly my words are not false. One who is perfect in knowledge is with you. Behold, God is mighty, but despises no one. He is mighty in strength of understanding. He does not preserve the life of the wicked, but gives justice to the oppressed. He does not withdraw his eyes from the righteous, but they are on the throne with kings, for he has seated them forever, and they are exalted. And if they are bound in fetters, held in the cords of affliction, then he tells them their work and their transgressions that they have acted defiantly. He also opens their ear to instruction and commands that they turn from iniquity. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. But if they do not obey, they shall perish by the sword and they shall die without knowledge. But the hypocrites in heart store up wrath they do not cry for help when he binds them. They die in youth, and their life ends among the perverted persons. He delivers the poor in their affliction and opens their ears in oppression. Indeed, he would have brought you out of dire distress into a broad place where there is no restraint, and what is set on your table would be full of richness. But you are filled with the judgment due the wicked. Judgment and justice take hold of you. Because there is wrath, beware lest he take you away with one blow, for a large ransom would not help you avoid it. Will your riches or all the mighty forces keep you from distress? Do not desire the night when people are cut off in their place. Take heed. Do not turn to iniquity, for you have chosen this rather than affliction. Behold, God is exalted by his power. Who teaches like him? Who has assigned him his way? Or who has said, you have done wrong? Remember to magnify his work, of which men have sung. Everyone has seen it. Man looks on it from afar. Behold, God is great, and we do not know him. Nor can the number of his years be discovered, for he draws up drops of water, which distill as rain from the mist, which the clouds drop down and pour abundantly on man. Indeed, 
Can anyone understand the spreading of clouds, the thunder from his canopy? Look, he scatters his light upon it and covers the depths of the sea. For by these, he judges the peoples. He gives food in abundance. He covers his hands with lightning and commands it to strike. His thunder declares it, the cattle also, concerning the rising storm. At this also my heart trembles and leaps from its place. Hear attentively the thunder of his voice and the rumbling that comes from his mouth. He sends it forth under the whole heaven, his lightning to the ends of the earth. After it, a voice roars. He thunders with his majestic voice, and he does not restrain them when his voice is heard. God thunders marvelously with his voice. He does great things which we cannot comprehend. For he says to the snow, fall on the earth. Likewise, to the gentle rain and the heavy rain of his strength, he seals the hand of every man, that all men may know his work. The beasts go into dens and remain in their lairs. From the chamber of the south comes the whirlwind, and cold from the scattering winds of the north. By the breath of God, ice is given, and the broad waters are frozen. Also with moisture. He saturates the thick clouds. He scatters his bright clouds, and they swirl about, being turned by his guidance, that they may do whatever he commands them on the face of the whole earth. He causes it to come, whether for correction, or for his land, or for mercy. Listen to this, O Job. Stand still and consider the wondrous works of God. Do you know when God dispatches them and causes the light of his cloud to shine? Do you know how the clouds are balanced, those wondrous works of him who is perfect in knowledge? Why are your garments hot when he quiets the earth by the south wind? With him, have you spread out the skies, strong as a cast metal mirror? Teach us what we should say to him, for we can prepare nothing because of the darkness. Should he be told that I wish to speak? If a man were to speak, surely he would be swallowed up. Even now, men cannot look at the light when it is bright in the skies, when the wind has passed and cleared them. He comes from the north as golden splendor. With God is awesome majesty. As for the Almighty, 
we cannot find him. He is excellent in power, in judgment, and abundant justice. He does not oppress. Therefore, men fear him. He shows no partiality to any who are wise of heart. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. Who is this who darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Now prepare yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Or who stretched the line upon it? To what were its foundations fastened? Or who laid its cornerstone when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who shut in the sea with doors when it burst forth and issued from the womb? When I made the clouds its garment and thick darkness its swaddling band. When I fixed my limit for it and set bars and doors. When I said, this far you may come but no farther and here your proud waves must stop. Have you commanded the morning since your days began? and caused the dawn to know its place, that it might take hold of the ends of the earth, and the wicked be shaken out of it. It takes on form, like clay under a seal, and stands out like a garment. From the wicked, their light is withheld, and the upraised arm is broken. Have you entered the springs of the sea? Or have you walked in search of the depths? Have the gates of death been revealed to you? Or have you seen the doors of the shadow of death? Have you comprehended the breadth of the earth? Tell me if you know all this. Where is the way to the dwelling of light and darkness where is its place that you may take it to its territory that you may know the paths to its home do you know it because you were born then or because the number of your days is great have you entered the treasury of snow or have you seen the treasury of hail which I have reserved for the time of trouble for the day of battle and war. By what way is light diffused, or the east wind scattered over the earth? Who has divided a channel for the overflowing water, or a path for the thunderbolt to cause it to rain on a land where there is no one, a wilderness in which there is no man, to satisfy the desolate waste 
and cause to spring forth the growth of tender grass. Has the rain a father? Or who has begotten the drops of dew? From whose womb comes the ice and the frost of heaven? Who gives it birth? The waters harden like stone and the surface of the deep is frozen. Can you bind the cluster of the Pleiades or loose the belt of Orion? Can you bring out Mazaroth in its season? Or can you guide the great bear with its cubs? Do you know the ordinances of the heavens? Can you set their dominion over the earth? Can you lift up your voice to the clouds that an abundance of water may cover you? Can you send out lightnings that they may go and say to you, Here we are. Who has put wisdom in the mind? Or who has given understanding to the heart? Who can number the clouds by wisdom? Or who can pour out the bottles of heaven when the dust hardens in clumps and the clods cling together? Can you hunt the prey for the lion or satisfy the appetite of the young lions when they crouch in their dens or lurk in their lairs to lie in wait? Who provides food for the raven when its young ones cry to God and wander about for lack of food? Or can you mark when the deer gives birth? Can you number the months that they fulfill? Or do you know the time when they bear young? They bow down, they bring forth their young, they deliver their offspring. Their young ones are healthy, they grow strong with grain, they depart and do not return to them. Who set the wild donkey free? Who loosed the bonds of the onager, whose home I have made the wilderness, and the barren land his dwelling? He scorns the tumult of the city. He does not heed the shouts of the driver. The range of the mountains is his pasture, and he searches after every green thing. Will the wild ox be willing to serve you? Will he bed by... Your manger? Can you bind the wild ox in the furrow with ropes? Or will he plow the valleys behind you? Will you trust him because his strength is great? Or will you leave your labor to him? Will you trust him to bring home your grain and gather it to your threshing floor? The wings of the ostrich wave proudly. But are her wings and pinions like the kindly storks? For she leaves her eggs on the ground and warms them in the dust. She forgets that a foot may crush them or that a wild beast may break them. She treats her young harshly, as though they were not hers. Her labor is in vain, without concern, 
Because God deprived her of wisdom and did not endow her with understanding. When she lifts herself on high, she scorns the horse and its rider. Have you given the horse strength? Have you clothed his neck with thunder? Can you frighten him like a locust? His majestic snorting strikes terror. He pours in the valley and rejoices in his strength. He gallops into the clash of arms. He mocks at fear and is not frightened, nor does he turn back from the sword. The quiver rattles against him, the glittering spear and javelin. He devours the distance with fierceness and rage, nor does he come to a halt because the trumpet has sounded. At the blast of the trumpet, he says, Aha! He smells the battle from afar, the thunder of captains and shouting. Does the hawk fly by your wisdom and spread its wings toward the south? Does the eagle mount up at your command and make its nest on high? On the rock it dwells and resides, on the crag of the rock and the stronghold. From there it spies out the prey. Its eyes observe from afar. Its young ones suck up blood. And where the slain are, there it is. Shall the one who contends with the Almighty correct him? He who rebukes God, let him answer it. And Job answered the Lord. Behold, I am vile. What shall I answer you? I lay my hand over my mouth. Once I have spoken, but I will not answer. Yes, twice, but I will proceed no further. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. Now prepare yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me. Would you indeed annul my judgment? Would you condemn me that you may be justified? Have you an arm like God? Or can you thunder with a voice like his? Then adorn yourself with majesty and splendor, and array yourself with glory and beauty. Disperse the rage of your wrath. Look on everyone who is proud and humble him. Look on everyone who is proud and bring him low. Tread down the wicked in their place. Hide them in the dust together. Bind their faces in hidden darkness. Then I will also confess to you that your own right hand can save you. Look now at the behemoth which I made along with you. He eats grass like an ox. See, now his strength is in his hips, and his power is in his stomach muscles. He moves his tail like a cedar, 
The sinews of his thighs are tightly knit. His bones are like beams of bronze, his ribs like bars of iron. He is the first of the ways of God. Only he who made him can bring near his sword. Surely the mountains yield food for him, and all the beasts of the field play there. He lies under the lotus trees in a covert of reeds and marsh. The lotus trees cover him with their shade. The willows by the brook surround him. Indeed, the river may rage, yet he is not disturbed. He is confident, though the Jordan gushes into his mouth, though he takes it in his eyes, or one pierces his nose with a snare. Can you draw out Leviathan with a hook, or snare his tongue with a line which you lower? Can you put a reed through his nose, or pierce his jaw with a hook? Will he make many supplications to you? Will he speak softly to you? Will he make a covenant with you? Will you take him as a servant forever? Will you play with him as with a bird? Or will you leash him for your maidens? Will your companions make a banquet of him? Will they apportion him among the merchants? Can you fill his skin with harpoons? Or his head with fishing spears? Lay your hand on him. Remember the battle. Never do it again. Indeed, any hope of overcoming him is false. Shall one not be overwhelmed at the sight of him? No one is so fierce that he would dare stir him up. Who then is able to stand against me? Who has preceded me that I should pay him? Everything under heaven is mine. I will not conceal his limbs, his mighty power, or his graceful proportions. Who can remove his outer coat? Who can approach him with a double bridle? Who can open the doors of his face with his terrible teeth all around? His rows of scales are his pride, shut up tightly as with a seal. One is so near another that no air can come between them. They are joined one to another. They stick together and cannot be parted. His sneezings flash forth light, and his eyes are like the eyelids of the morning. Out of his mouth go burning lights. Sparks of fire shoot out. Smoke goes out of his nostrils as from a boiling pot and burning rushes. His breath kindles coals and a flame goes out of his mouth. Strength dwells in his neck, and sorrow dances before him. The folds of his flesh are joined together. They are firm on him and cannot be moved. 
His heart is as hard as stone, even as hard as the lower millstone. When he raises himself up, the mighty are afraid. Because of his crashings, they are beside themselves. Though the sword reaches him, it cannot avail, nor does spear, dart, or javelin. He regards iron as straw and bronze as rotten wood. The arrow cannot make him flee. Slingstones become like stubble to him. Darts are regarded as straw. He laughs at the threat of javelins. His undersides are like sharp potsherds. He spreads pointed marks in the mire. He makes the deep boil like a pot. He makes the sea like a pot of ointment. He leaves a shining wake behind him. One would think the deep had white hair. On earth there is nothing like him which is made without fear. He beholds every high thing. He is king over all the children of pride. Who is this who hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Listen, please, and let me speak. You said, I will question you, and you shall answer me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eye sees you. Therefore I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. And so it was, after the Lord had spoken these words to Job, that the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My wrath is aroused against you and your two friends, for you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. Now, therefore, take for yourselves seven bulls and seven rams. Go to my servant Job and offer up for yourselves a burnt offering. And my servant Job shall pray for you. For I will accept him, lest I deal with you according to your folly because you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz the Temanite, and Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Naamathite went, and did as the Lord commanded them, for the Lord had accepted Job. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Then all his brothers, all his sisters, and all those who had been his acquaintances before 
came to him and ate food with him in his house. And they consoled him and comforted him for all the adversity that the Lord had brought upon him. Each one gave him a piece of silver and each a ring of gold. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. For he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters. And he called the name of the first Jemima, the name of the second Keziah, and the name of the third Keren Hapuk. In all the land were found no women so beautiful as the daughters of Job, and their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. After this, Job lived 140 years and saw his children and grandchildren for four generations. So Job died old and full of days.
Jesus, we magnify your holy name. You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy of our worship. Be exalted, O oh Lord. Father, you reign. You rose from the grave. We celebrate you, Jesus. We honor you.
Jesus, we sing and declare. Yeah. 